All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, friend. Welcome to the podcast. I am in such a good mood today. I finally feel very relaxed after a couple of very hectic but beautiful, crazy weeks. Uh, My son graduated high school. We had just incredible get-together and celebration. It was huge. Had a lot of family here, lots of friends, uh, tons and tons of different events and celebrations for his graduation. Like I know my friends with older kids have told me it's crazy, but okay, ladies, I had no idea it was so crazy. I mean, it's two weeks every day of something. There's some luncheon or sports event or some dinner or some graduation party. It went on forever. And then he had prom and then convocation. Then he was speaking at different things. And anyway, it was just so much fun. Then we had um, in-laws and grandparents all here for a while. And We had a great weekend just relaxing this weekend and it was a really big deal. I feel like no matter how much I was, I thought I'd be prepared for this. It was so emotional. So anyway, it was just so emotional and exhilarating, even though I thought I would be better prepared. I wasn't, but it was great. And he's amazing and I'm just so excited for his future. So I know drop-off will be a bitch, but we all have to go through it and uh, it'll be good. And thank God I still have my younger one at home. Times like these, I'm like, why didn't I have the third? Anyway, all right. So that's what's going on with me. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Your week is going really well. You're feeling successful, rewarded. And that is a nice transition to today's topic all about habits and routines. Because when we think about success and reward and feeling accomplished, I think so much of it comes down to that, right? Like if I was just in this habit, if I could just keep this up, if I could just stay consistent, I would feel so good. And my days, my weeks, my months, my years would feel amazing. So today I'm addressing the idea of habits and routines, what they are, the difference between them, because they are very different, why you should understand that difference how to get started on them, how to follow through with them, and why you fall off. I mean, not to end on a negative Nelly note here, but you know, this shit happens. We fall off all the time. So yep, we're covering a lot. And I don't believe I've really ever done an episode on this topic specifically, which is kind of crazy because I'm like 120 episodes in. But I mean, no, I have done one. I've done a related one, but this is kind of different information. That one is called Why You Fall Off Routines. Um, but it is good. Check that one out after this episode. I'll link it up in the show notes. It's episode, I'm looking it up right now, 42, but it's different than today. Okay. Um, but it's a good reminder to me as I'm thinking this through that whenever I think, oh my God, I have nothing left to talk about. There is always so much more to uncover. And this is a big one. So I'm excited to jump in. And speaking of resources, since I'm talking the other podcast and show notes, 
There's two resources. I want to just mention these off the bat because I know I'll forget if I wait to the end. So if you're interested in going deeper on the topic of habits, like after this podcast, check out two books if you haven't already. The first one I read was years ago, and that's called The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg. I haven't read it in a long time, but I do remember really enjoying it when I did, when I wrote, when I, uh, when I read it. He's like the OG and all the, the, the habit stuff. And then the more recent one, which you may have heard, it is uh, The Atomic Habits by James Clear, because I think he's been on the New York Times bestseller for like two years straight. It's unfreaking real, right? He is amazing. It's one of my favorites. Um, actually, it was my recent book club read, but I skipped it because all the craziness I was going on in my life and I'd already read it. But I think I'm going to go back and read it again. Like it's been a it's been a bit. Like I think I read it when it first came out, and it's so good. In fact, I had my son, my younger son, read it, and he he is not a reader, and he got like halfway through it, and he really enjoyed it. And and I think I just kind of dropped the ball and asking him to keep reading it. But it was it was really good. So anyway, those two: um, Power of Habits and Atomic Habits. All right. So one of the most prominent challenges I hear from my clients and that I even deal with myself is adopting and sticking to new habits. It's one of the first things that women business owners talk to me about when we're coaching is that they need more structure, they need more routine, they want better habits. So whether that means uh, how they're spending their time or how to stop getting distracted or what they're putting into their mouths all day or getting back to exercising or starting to journal or meditate or even delegating more, right? All of this, all of these are habits, all different positive habits that they know will be really beneficial for them. They strive for them. They really want to do it. Often they've tried them many, 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 many times and they can't stick with it. And they're like, show me the magic bullet. Like, how can I stick to these things? So I do want to address how to get started on a habit. But first, I want you to recognize the difference between a habit and a routine. And the reason it's so important is because routines can be harder to be consistent about. So you actually really want to start with a habit. That's why we want to make sure we're not getting them confused. And I think that this is the downfall to many habits, why people can't stick with them, because they're actually starting with a routine and not a habit. And it's hard. So be really cognizant of what you're trying to do. Are you trying to create a new habit or a new routine? So the way I think about it is that a routine is a series of habits, or it's like a series of steps, really. A habit is just one step, so one change. A routine is a series of changes. So for example, if you want to make it a habit to floss at night, right? This could be a new habit that you could adopt. Like, I'm going to floss at night. If, however, you also wanted to wash your face with cleanser and then use a toner and then exfoliate it and then put on an anti-wrinkle cream after you floss, this is now a routine, a new routine that you could adopt right? There are a series of steps, or I think a series of habits. So you could imagine that starting with a habit of flossing would be easier, right? It's just one thing than starting and staying committed to a new five-part routine. Now, once you do commit to the routine consistently, you can be in the habit of the routine, okay? So that's different. You can have a habit of a whole routine, but when you start 
it's really important to start with a small habit before jumping into a routine. So you build up small habits, you build up the consistency, you have that brain muscles, right? The brain muscles, the the physical muscles, the confidence that you can stick with it before you add on another habit. This is why it's so important to really know what you're jumping into. And I've got to say nine out of 10 times, or maybe almost 10 out of 10 times, people are jumping into routines. And I want you to just really recognize this. I'm going to give you really specific examples here so that you can identify that. Because I bet you think, you're like, no, no, it's just a habit. And we're going to go through these. And I bet it's more than one habit. I bet several habits together. Okay. So you probably heard this a thousand times. Over half those times is from me on this podcast. But if you really want to start small, you have to go beyond intellectually and theoretically knowing this, but you have to actually do it, right? I know you think you know to do it, but when it comes time for it, you're just like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go to the gym. I'm going to exercise three or four times a week, right? I'm not exercising at all right now, but I'm just going to jump into this new habit of I'm going to go work out four times a week. I know that might feel small to you or like a habit, but I tell you that is a routine. It's a routine, because there are so many different steps to that. That means you got to get your ass up early in the morning. You got to get dressed. You got to get in the car. You got to go work out. You got to come home shower. It's a whole freaking routine. Okay. If you're not doing anything and you're jumping into that, and then you wonder why you fail. That's why. How about the habit that you begin with is I'm going to do 10 minutes of stretching at home in the morning, three or four times a week. And that becomes the first habit because here's the deal. Listen up, lady, if you can't nail the stretching or if you can't nail like just getting your gym clothes on and getting your sneakers on, then there's no way you're going to nail exercising. It might feel really small to you because you're so driven and you're so ambitious, but how has that worked out for you in the past? Start small, master it, nail it, and then add on. In fact, the number one habit I have to get me to exercise or even just get movement in the morning is for me to put on my workout clothes when I first get up. Okay, so they are at the foot of my bed. I, I've shared this before. I sleep in a t-shirt or a nightshirt, so I only have to pull on my yoga pants and like not even take anything off when I wake up. So I literally I take off my covers, I put my feet down, and then right next to them before I go to the bathroom are my yoga pants. So I pull them on. Okay. So even if let's say I don't even get to exercising, there's no doubt, like a hundred percent when I do this, I pull on my pants and then I typically, I'm getting really specific here, but I'll go to the bathroom. I'll come back out and then I'll put it. And I also have my like sports bra and shirt there. Then I'll go change and I'll put that on after I go, the, I go pee and I come back and do that. There is no doubt. Even if I don't get to exercise, I am more active in the morning when I have my yoga pants on, my sports bra on. I'm just more active. Like I'm just moving faster. I'm more likely to like stretch while I'm getting my coffee. I'll be emptying the dishwasher. I'll like, I just, it's like I'm in that mode. I have those clothes on. I will be more active. I'll run out. I'll get the mail. I'll like, I don't know. I, I can feel the difference than when I'm like in my loungewear, in my pajamas, walking around. So my point of all this is that the number one habit that I had to do to get me to exercise or just get movement in the morning was to put on my workout clothes first thing when I get up. 
that was the first habit. It wasn't like a whole routine of saying, well, I'm now going to go and work out five days a week at the gym. (laughs) It's just like, I just had to get the damn clothes on, right? So that's it. Uh, It takes several steps, like I said, to get to the gym, the clothes and drive and pick up equipment workout. So it's a routine. And then that came later, right? The habit after that came, okay, after I started getting those clothes on, then I was doing a 10-minute stretch at home. And after that, I made it a habit to get my, you know, go for my walk or do whatever. All right. So let's apply this to you. What is a habit you wish you had? What's something you really want to do that you've tried many times at? You've probably failed. Is it always a struggle for you, right? If it's about your focus or your time or your health, ask yourself, am I jumping into a routine before focusing on one singular habit at a time? that makes up the routine. Chances are, yes, you are. And you feel like you should be able to do that since you're an adult, right? Since you're like a woman in business, since you're so ambitious. But what that does is it puts all your energy on willpower, in mental stamina, instead of on something that's rote or familiar or easy for you. Okay, so now it's rote or normal or easy for me to put on my yoga pants and sports bra in the morning, right? It's just, it's just part of the routine. It's just so normal. Now that I've normalized that, it makes it easier for me to do habit number two, which is to get my sneakers on right after my coffee. It's like literally I get my clothes on, I go out, I have my coffee, and then my sneakers on, right? Once I normalize the first habit, and then I can normalize the next one. It's kind of like waking up or brushing my teeth in the morning or brushing my teeth at night. I don't even think about it. It's just normalized, okay? Then it makes it easier for me to do habit number three, which is to walk outside the house and like go on a walk or go on a hike or or sometimes just go in the car if it's raining, then I'll go to the gym. But like, but like the third habit is for me to leave the house, So together, these small habits build a routine, but I had to nail each small habit at a time. And girl, you can do this too. Okay. So other ways to make your habit sticks. I actually have done an episode on what I'm about to talk about. So you can get much more details on it over on episode 70. Forget willpower. Here's a much better way to stick to your habits. I will link that in the show notes. It is essentially about the idea that the more disciplined your environment, the less disciplined you have to be. Okay, so there's actually a really good episode. Like that's a really good episode. Listen to that later to get really specific ideas. I'm going to talk about this a bit, but really if you want to get deeper, just listen to that one. It's like 20 minutes. It's good. Okay, I'll be sure to link up to that one too. All right, so if you want to create a new habit of let's say snacking less or generally eating less, then don't keep crap in your pantry or your fridge, right? Especially if you're working from home. Change your environment. If you want to create a new habit of shopping less, get all the various shopping apps off your phone. Get the damn Amazon off. Get, get you know, Target. Get this stuff off your phone. Lady, contrary to your own beliefs, you are actually in charge of most of your distractions change your environment. If you want to get out of the habit of scrolling your phone for 30 minutes every morning when you wake up, like before you get out of bed, buy an old school alarm clock. You remember what those are? And then charge your phone in the kitchen. Yeah. Put it there overnight. Oh my God. What is she saying? Not have my phone by my side every second of the day and night. Try it. Trust me. It is not going to kill you. In fact, it will probably extend your life. 
You get to set up your environment however you damn want. Sometimes that means taking away things that distract you or take you off course, or sometimes it means adding in things so you stay on task. Like I keep my workout clothes at the foot of my bed, right? It's like I'm adding them into my environment so it helps me with that habit. Or you might add in a technology like a timer to stay focused, or you might add an app that on your phone or on your laptop that doesn't allow you to get on social media. Or let's say you want to get into the habit of writing down your top three goals every morning. You might add in an obnoxious alarm at 8.30 every morning so you're reminded to do it. Right? It's up to you to either remove reinforcements from your environment or to add reinforcements in your environment. But you can do this. Okay, So change your environment, make it easier for you you know, support yourself, give you yourself the reinforcements that you need to be successful. All right. Another strategy to keep in mind when you want to build a new habit is to keep it as simple as possible. Woman, keep it simple. I get asked all the time about what calendar app to use or what planner to use or what online digital tool to use or what project management tool to use, right? My answer is always the same. Choose the tool that you'll use. That's it. Choose the one you'll use. The simplest version that allows you to show up every day. There isn't a right or wrong. It's the one that you're going to use. So pick something simple. So build a form also that's most fun or most appealing or most enjoyable to you. Don't pick something just because everybody else is doing it or because you've heard a lot about it in the news or all your friends are talking about it. If you don't like it, if you're like, I'm old school, I like this type of planner or I don't know, this other thing just doesn't seem intuitive to me. I just want to use this. Then do that. Choose the one you'll use. Okay. I will give you an example too about like something that's really appealing or enjoyable to you. I've been talking about, you know, just getting up and trying to exercise. I know that's a big you know, challenge for a lot of us is just getting that in and feeling healthy and making time for ourselves. And I literally think like every other year, I think it's yeah, every two to three years, I sign up for some sort of freaking like training at the gym or something, some classes that I'm just convinced that I'm going to start liking. <laughs> like at one point it was Pilates, just not my thing or whatever, different things. I've just done them over the years. And most lately it was this boot camp kind of thing that I joined at the beginning of this year. You know, you're like, you're, um, New Year's resolution. And I was like, okay, I have friends in it. They all love it. It was online. There was some, and there were a, a lot of amazing things about it. Actually, the class was freaking amazing. But I hate boot camp. It doesn't matter how amazing the music or the instructor or the class or the people work. I freaking hated it. And I started, I would dread it. So as soon as I was done with my eight weeks that I paid for, I was out of there. And so instead of creating a routine that I look forward to, I was just dreading it all the time. So the second it was done, I was gone, right? I was trying to convince myself that I, I like it. I'm going to learn to like it. But guess what? I don't. What I love, what I really enjoy is just old school. It's just walking. I love hiking. I loves me my Zumba. I go there once or twice a week. There's just certain, there's certain strength training classes at the gym that I love. Like I don't hate all forms of movement or working out or exercise, but I do hate some. So stop. Like you think about this, I mean, like almost 50. Can I figure this out to stop doing this every few years? But every few years I fall into this trap. And so 
essentially choose the one you'll do, choose the one you'll use, choose the thing that's enjoyable or appealing to you that's most fun. If you want to make that habit stick, do it in a way that's pleasurable, as pleasurable as it can be, right? It's not going to be like, oh, I can't wait to do this. It's a freaking new habit. Of course, there's going to be some like resistance and hesitancy. So why not take out as much friction as you can? You may have heard over and over that like journaling is like great for you, right? Or, or like just having a even a gratitude journal or just journaling in general, kind of like writing down your thoughts for the day or your goals. And it is. I mean, there's so much research. There's just so many stories. There's it's just the most cathartic, great, fantastic way to feel to feel appreciation, to feel good about yourself. Okay, tons of it, right? But still, you might not be doing it. Right? There's so many benefits. You might want to make this a habit or part of your daily practice, but it's just one more thing to do. And it feels really overwhelming. So you don't do it, right? Have you ever considered or have you heard of the one-line journals? By the way, you can just go on Amazon or Google it, like one-line journals. They literally only allow room for one line a day, one freaking line. So you can one like you can get a one-line gratitude journal. So you have one line to say something that I'm that I'm appreciative of today, or a one line to journal just something about the day. Right, that's it. One line. Make it as simple as possible for you. If that is a type of habit that you want to get into, don't start, don't buy a giant journal and think I'm going to journal like, you know, a thousand words every day. It's too much. Listen, you have to create a habit before you can improve on it. You have to create a habit before you can improve on it, which brings me to one more point. Stop beating yourself up for not sticking to a habit when you haven't established one yet. I cannot tell you how often the women I work with are just, they're so hard on themselves about not following through with something. I'm like, but you haven't even gotten good at it. You never fell off because you never got on, right? If you haven't established a habit, you're not good enough at it to beat yourself up over it. You can't say you failed when you barely ever succeeded. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel or tell yourself these stories like, oh my God, I can't stick to anything. I'm so bad at this. Never works. No, it's bullshit. You can. You just need to implement some of these simple strategies that I've been talking about. You probably were trying to jump into a routine. You probably were making things too hard on yourselves. You probably weren't taking the simplest route possible. You probably weren't breaking it down. Seriously, don't go around telling people or telling yourself that you're going to start reading a book a month and then let yourself down because you didn't do it and then not want to make that a goal again because you already feel defeated before you start. Instead, tell yourself or tell other people that you're going to make it a habit to read for five minutes every night. That's it. Just five minutes, right? That's a habit. And that will lead to another habit that will lead to eventually a routine that will lead to making a habit of the routine. So where are you making those mistakes? It's not that you can't do it. It's not that you're not good enough. You're probably just missing some of these small little ways and strategies to break this down and then stop beating yourself up over it. All right, my friend, that's a wrap. Let me quickly recap. These simple and powerful strategies to create and stick to new habits are to number one, recognize the difference between a habit and a routine and always focus on the habit first. Number two, Break down your habit into a much smaller habit to the first step, right? Or the first couple of minutes, like make it really, really, really small. The small piece of the larger habit, like reading for five minutes every night. 
Number three, add or remove reinforcement in your environment to support your new habit. Girl, don't make it harder than it needs to be. Put things away that tempt, tempt you or add things in that you need to like help support you. Number four, adopt the simplest version that allows you to show up every day, right? Use the form or the format or whatever that's most fun or most appealing or most enjoyable to you that at least that you don't dread. And number five, don't beat yourself up over quote unquote failing. You're not good enough at your habit to fail at it. Enough of that. Listen, you know, I love you. And you know, I also love to leave you with a challenge. You spent your precious time with me today and I want to make sure it's 100% worth it. So today's action is to pick one of the five strategies I just shared with you to get your game change and breakthrough habit in place. Pick one, focus on it, keep doing it. And I promise you that you're going to see incredible results. Listen, my dear, if you have a growing business, if you're feeling overwhelmed, chaotic, craving more structure, routine systems in your business and life, if you're looking to put up better boundaries, get out of constant reactivity mode, let's talk. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching to schedule a free consult right now. On that call, I'll ask you questions about your situation, what's keeping you stuck. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide if you want to be a part of it. So I hope you will take me up on this, that you will take a leap of faith. You'll connect with me because remember, I know, I believe you can get everything you want. I also hope I served you well today. I really can't thank you enough for listening, for sharing. If you've gotten some inspiration and motivation or strategies or tips from any of my 100 plus episodes and have not yet left a review, please do so now. It's the main way the algorithms connect me with other amazing women all around the world. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes and positive energy. Know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.